We had a collaboration with some Chinese com uh, Chinese uh, scientists. Here we have a vaccine. What is the problem? Get over it. What we are very proud of now is that we penetrate the cabinets. Seriously, I'm, I'm making a serious point. I don't know what half of them are protesting against. We've still got Fauci walking around free. The man should be in irons in the darkest pit. As much as he touts that he cares about it, he doesn't. This is our revolution. It's not theirs. Don't let them take it from you. Don't let them convince you that it's their revolution when in fact it's not. It's ours. And we will have it. It is Monday, the 26th day of September, the year of our Lord 2022. I'm Johnny Anderson alongside Bruce Adams and Ned. How are you, Mr. Wizard? It's good to see you. Good to have you on today. Uh, How was your week? Busy. Nearly never got there tonight. <laughs> but yeah. yeah, it was close. We were, was we, close. were we were wondering, and I, I thought, well, today's his day. I'm wondering if he's coming on. I, I was telling Bruce because he came in. He was he came in with his lunch as he always does, and or brunch or whatever it is he has. And uh, I said, well, I'll just ring him on the phone and, and see if he's coming on. And uh, you had a house full of people, and uh, you uh, you were clearing everybody. <laughs> yeah, you were shoving him out the front door, saying, "I got a podcast to get out of here." <laughs> Yeah, yeah, including me, daughter. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. Look, I fed I you. Get out. <laughs> yeah. No, um, it's, it, uh... it's fine. It was fine. Doors. It was one of those cases. The doors always open, and you can come round. There's always food. You know, it's just what you're meant to do. And yeah, it was fine. Fed them all, and then their dad came around, fed him, and then chat, 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 chat. Right, fine. Um, okay. Thumbs up. <laughs> Thanks for coming by. Thanks for eating the food. Gotta it, go. It, yeah, it, it, it wasn't. It, it wasn't quite the um, rule of fish. Like um, if a guest outstays, they're welcome. Because shouldn't be more than three days. The rule of fish, should it? Because fish like guests stink after three days. After three days. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think that's a very old tradition. Indeed, Bruce. How are you? Healthy and alive, as usual. Fantastic. All right. Uh, it's been a week since you've been on. A lot's been going on. Uh, where would you like to start? Um, start? Well, what started, obviously, today obviously, was the referendum out in the Donbass um, region and two other regions out in Ukraine. Now, that's going to go on. It started today. It's going to go on for four days. We know for a fact, it's very strange. We know for a fact that there's going to be media saying yays, media saying noes. There's going to be those for and against it. We're going to get all sorts of feedback. Trying to stay on top of it. Hopefully, you see, I listened to um, a podcast with Marty as well. It was quite interesting. There were so many valid points on there. But the one connecting thing that was slightly missed out, I thought, was communication. Yeah, we're talking about the media and it shut down and that. But the the thing in, is, just so it, I'm clear, what, in what regard? It, communication in what regard? There's it's not enough of it. Oh, well, yeah, we, of we it. know we know that. But they, that's yeah, what yeah. the media but, does. I mean, they, we, they specifically we, yeah, mislead We people. bitch about it, but the only way we can get it out there, I mean, the answer to the people is, yeah, you, there's loads of platforms out there. You can get cut off quickly or whatever. But a lot of the information that manages to get through to the people are the short, sharp incidents are streamed at the time before they get cut off. And that is what people have got to keep going out there with. I mean, we've got a lot more independent journalists that are going around. It's like, it's, I mean, I, I, I just sat at the breakfast bar in my house with the father of um, the children that were around, and he is oblivious to what is going on in the world in different places and near and far all over the place and but he sits and he wants to talk about it and some of the looks of disbelief and you, that, that you get but this is all yeah so we know that you've got all these media bubbles shut down but there are independent journalists out there and to get the word across every person to some form or other is an independent journalist if you're out there if you're capable of getting it out there, it's more the younger generation send a lot out. More the people, it's like that tower in China that went up in smoke. Somebody sent some pictures out there from the inside, for God's sake. I mean, that's scary in itself. But they had the presence to do that sort of thing because just to add some, this is genuine, you know, this is what's going on. Um, but it's like in Ukraine, we know that it, it's there's an agenda. There's an agenda from all manners of different sides. Truthfully, we don't know whether both sides are manipulating, are being manipulated by one agenda, 
and they're willing to play this out together the way they are and the people are just going to be suffering whether they're russians or whatever and it's a nasty very complicated jigsaw we're still out on that but as it is it's a bit a bit of tipping scales here because when one side doesn't allow independent people to go through one side and they have to circumnavigate to get into the country from another side there's a problem that's because there's not enough free journalism that means somebody shut the door on one side all those aspects we believe in, all those things. I mean, Britain on one side of the pond has got America with your constitution, which has nearly been screwed up and thrown away by those bankers in power. And what, what did I what did I read on on your site? Somebody put something out there that Thomas Jefferson said. Yeah, um, I, I actually I posted that the other day. Uh, hang on, just a second. I'll Excellent. Yeah. Excellent, because I actually I actually and I think he said something like. Um, a government that is big enough to supply everything you need is also big enough to take everything you have from you. Yeah. And he actually says, basically, what is it? History shows as a government grows, your liberty is decreased. Yeah, if I get that right. It says the two enemies of the people are generally um, criminals and the government. And to stop the government becoming criminal, you had that wonderful constitution of yours. That was exactly. solely designed for to keep the people that can be corrupted by power in line stop them becoming criminal that's the and, point uh, like a lot of people look at the american constitution and they think oh well these are these are the rights that are given to you as the person no no the constitution and the bill of rights are not what the rights are that are given to you they tell the government what they cannot do correct that is my understanding so i'm glad i got that correct anyway and he explained it very well. And that was, that was a wonderful thing to put up there. And I wish more people would read it. This, it is spot on. There was a lot of people in those days, as much as I hate to say it, who were living in America. But <laughs> we're, yeah. Yeah, but, they were very, very good. But you know what? We're dear friends now, aren't we? You know, we, we're, we're dear friends. But the, um, the thing is, though, is this can be applied. You know, I know you're looking at that as, as just America, but you know what? We can apply that everywhere, can we not? It needs to be applied. It's, there's nothing wrong with it. That's that's what's got to be said. That is the one thing. As much as um, America's tried to enforce its stamp on the world and those behind it have been bloody dangerous and they've done a lot of wrong things, the one thing in America is your constitution and it is a bill that makes sense. And that sort of thing does need to be, because it, it's meant to be for free people. It is That's what it's about. It's meant to be the rights to keep everything in balance. And no, I do agree with it. And, and, and it's a wonderful thing. Even like, I mean, you said before, Johnny, you like our political system. No, we used to like our political system. Even your the political system in Not yeah, your political system. No, no disrespect, but I, I like your election process, not oh, your political yeah. system. I, I'm not a fan of constitutional monarchies. I'm a fan of republics, but um, your, <laughs> no, your election process. I agree process, with you, but I my like political yeah. system as in where the voting system within yes, it and I like the way it. Way because there's a chain of custody. But, there's paper ballots. There's, there's a counting that's out there that's dumped out in front of full view of the public, and there's no funny business going on. And it can all be done where everybody can watch. I like that. That's needed. You have to have that now. It Not putting cardboard dividers up over windows and, and kicking no, everybody no, out. No, none of that stuff. No, it has to be viewed and it has to be open and it has to be able to be audited. Like, you say that I, you don't have it anymore. Could you explain that, please? What, what do you mean you don't have I it? Don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think anybody's got it anymore. I think the only people that will get in... Even there will be ways around any system now. Those people that will get in, even if it's to the point where you have a decent voting system, if you only get presented with two clowns, which one do you pick? Well, Dan that Andrews. That is the way around it. That is Dan the way Andrews around it, isn't in. it? He got back in. You know, the, the premier of Victoria in, in uh, Australia. Who on earth in their right mind would vote for he, that bonehead after what happened he's, under COVID? He's, he's dangerous. He's of he's course he is very dangerous. He's he's a, he's an out of control lunatic. And he, he gets in by a near landslide. Something's not right. Oh, oh well, Macron's in it, again. I, I don't I don't <laughs> buy that one either. We looked at how they were doing the paper ballots there. And the ones that were for Le Pen were thrown out. He lost the colonies. He lost all yeah, of the lost, colonies he, uh, in a landslide. Yep. He lost all the colonies. And at home, they weren't happy with him. And yet, he got in. And that Canadian twat was on our turf again the other day. 
Nation yeah, did you there. go down to London and pay him a visit while he was uh, singing in the uh, the hotel lobby there? Well, with, uh, Jacinda you know, Ardern I, I, from I would New Zealand. Like to, I like to skate across that across that polished floor, catch his fingers in the piano lid, and go bang, and then watch him sing. That would have been nice. He was uh, apparently that, he was singing with uh, with Ardern from uh, New Zealand. She was in there as well. Yeah. Oh, by the way, light. she's going to. She's been bestowed with a um, quite a, uh, a hump. Quite quite an yeah. She's been bestowed with quite an honor. She's going to give the speech at Earthshot, which is uh, Prince William's charity for climate change. She's mm. going to be the uh, uh, the leading speaker of that now, since he is so overcome with grief because of the passing of his grandmother. So he's asked her um, to step in. Yeah. She's, she'll say, I could never do it as good as him. Yes. yes. Yeah. She's also the, the, the brand spokeswoman for BlackRock, if you didn't, if you, if you didn't know. Oh, yeah, yeah. I know. No, yeah, yeah. I saw her walk out of there. Yeah. I like, I'd, I'd like to know who that horse teeth, ugly, whatever dentist is, because I could actually find a dentist to actually look after her. Maybe it'd be the last thing she does. She, oh, yes. She should have her hair in a ponytail permanently. Then you could call her a horse's ass. Yeah, that is what she is. I'm sorry, there is nothing. I mean, and now they're all playing the card because they all want to get back in and say to the people for a few minutes and saying the uh, quarantine's over. You can do this. You can come back home. There was um a journalist from New Zealand that um stayed in Afghanistan because she wasn't allowed home because of quarantine because she wouldn't have the jab. In fact, it, it didn't I remember rightly she might have been pregnant as well. They still wouldn't allow her back to New Zealand. Yeah, I want to say yes. She was stuck there. And And, and actually, it was just. uh, She'd come back next year, I think, when the quarantine gets. It wasn't just New Zealanders. I I remember I got some some email that was sent to us by some of our Australian listeners. And you know how Australia locked down. I mean, they completely shut everything down. And Aussie citizens, they couldn't even get back in. This is before the jab. They weren't allowed back in. They were stranded overseas. They wouldn't even let them back. Well, I tell you what, if they didn't get the jab, they're better off because some of those back home in the Aussies were suffering from all sorts of stuff and they were still going to work because if they didn't take the jab, they couldn't have a job. And if they didn't have a job, the families would suffer. So they've suffering side effects from the jab and it's all coming out now like everywhere else in the world. Side effects, side effects, casualties, disabilities, deaths. Yeah, I've actually got this. Uh, I, I saw this tweet here the other day. Uh, this is a guy from uh, Australia. He tweeted this on the 17th. Oh, he says, horrible. I got shingles barely a week after my first AstraZeneca poison. But, you know, here in Australia, if you weren't jabbed, then you couldn't work. Poison. That's what he says. I'm just quoting the tweet. Uh, he says, but here in Australia, if you weren't jabbed, then you couldn't work. So in other words, my pregnant oh. wife and two young boys would have been thrown into poverty if I didn't get it. That is not nice. I mean, shingles, oh, man, that is one of the most aggravating things you can have. That's not comfortable, and that does not no. look nice. No, it doesn't look nice at all. And he's only one of many. And now they're wanting people to take another jab, and this jab was only tested on eight mice. Oh, yeah, they're not testing anything on humans. Even when they had their supposed controlled clinical tests, it was never done properly. The ones that they said there's scientific proof for the kids and that, that was only done on blood samples and it was only on production of antibodies and antibodies will always be produced. So it, it's all been, well, a sales act. And that's all it has been, a sales act at the cost of, and people are still getting it done. And I really don't understand how that is the thing that makes me angry in the, is the lack of humanity in humanity, the ethics and the ethos have gone out of it. I grew up with the moonshots, everything else, and the striving forward and the belief in humanity, how we can overcome one thing after another. And these guys are shattering it. They're, they're, they're manipulating people like putty and people are allowing themselves to be moved around. They, nobody's, they're not standing up for what is right because they might lose their job. Problems if you're dead in seven years? Is that even a relevant argument? And I, the, the only reason I bring that up is because, and I'm not talking about you, I'm talking about the people that have that attitude that you're speaking of. Is that a relevant argument considering what we've discussed in the last few days? The bioeconomy and the transition into this all, like this this entire rework of, of everything. Every single aspect of the economy that we know and that people work in is going to go away. If this goes through, 
all of it's going to go away. And if you have a, a social management system or the social credit system that we uh, that we also discussed this week, you're going to have to take like, what, nine jabs, uh, like five plus seven or, or whatever it is, or, or seven plus two or, or something. I, I don't know. Uh, and this is what they're promoting now. This is the CDC director. She tweeted this the other day. Bruce went on and verified that this is a real tweet. She went out and she got her updated COVID-19 vaccine. Laboratory data suggests that these updated vaccines provide increased protection against currently circulating variants. If you received your last COVID-19 vaccine greater than two months ago, I encourage you to join me and get your updated vaccine now. So now it's a jab every 60 days. Yeah, but who who was it that said the honesty of it? The real <laughs> honesty was get your COVID jab. If you haven't had the booster, get it now because it will cover you for the outbreaks that will happen in winter. Now that was honest. So apparently they could give you a vaccine now that will protect you against an unknown in winter. So basically it were, it just showed how big a sham it was. They actually totally <laughs> voiced it wrongly, but honestly, if you see what I mean, to say, well, this is a sham. We just want you to take the vaccine. And that's it. We just want to make money or we want to actually put another nail in your coffin. Chris Whitty, your uh, former... Do. Yeah, your former uh, health minister tweeted this just the other day. He said, COVID-19 and flu will be circulating this winter. Immunity wanes over time. The new COVID vaccines add protection against Omicron. Vaccines are widely widely available for the vulnerable. If you are eligible, please get vaccinated for COVID and flu. Mm. Yeah, no, excuse me, but that's not happening because the simplicity of it all is COVID is here to stay and it's not going away. It's a virus that changes. And you're going to have to change with it. And that's the only way because flu is here and always is here to stay. They can only um, cherry pick and try and make a vaccine against so many different flus. And the chances are you might, you'll get flu. Well, let's take a look at something interesting. Since you mentioned that, you had talked about this a while back about the, uh, the spike protein, right? You, yeah, you'd mentioned that. It. You mentioned that on several occasions, the spike protein. What are the odds that Moderna... And I'm sure you're well aware of Moderna. That was uh, Gates's baby. Yeah, that Puppy. was his company. Yeah, yeah. What are the odds that Moderna put a patent on that exact same spike protein in 2016? What are the odds? Well, let's see. Uh, even I haven't heard that one. One of the things that is not commonly known, but I think is very critical, is you know that that Moderna company. Well. I don't love patents always as evidence because having an, a patent doesn't mean that you've used a patent. But in this particular case, the Moderna patent is a genetic match for part of the genetic code in the spike protein. Some scientists did a study on the likelihood of that occurring. One in a billion. One in a yeah. billion. Shocking coincidence, huh? That's just blatant manipulation. Evidence. That's being done on purpose. Yeah. But yeah, no, that is just, that is evidence. That is court evidence. What year was that? 2016. 2016 16. is when they patented it. Yeah. Wow. That makes that bogeyman go even deeper into the shadows, doesn't it? Uh-huh. Yeah, we're going to uh, we're going to talk about him here shortly. But before we do that, you love stats and statistics and everything. We talked about the uh, the German numbers and we've talked about the UK numbers of dead and disabled because of this. Uh, the new numbers that we have are out in the U.S. And Edward Dowd was uh, who's a former uh, executive for BlackRock. Uh, he is out with his team, a uh, group of statisticians, they're, uh, they're tracking all of this data, or at least the best they can. And he was on Steve Bannon's podcast presenting his findings about the excess mortality in the U.S. Well, we for knew 2021. that was going to be bad. Oh, it's, yeah, it's bad. bad. Yeah, it's bad. Take a listen to this. This is a study from 2016, looking at the years 2010 through 2013 by the Society of Actuaries, looking at group life population. It's a subset of the U.S. population. Their mortality rates versus the general U.S. population in any given year are 30 to 40 percent of that of the general U.S. population, meaning they are healthier population. And why did they do this study? This is so they can price it appropriately and, you know, make money. And uh, that's why it's such a good business, because people who are working in good jobs tend not to die as fast as the general population. So this is a great business for the insurance industry until recently. So that's number one. And this is, this, this, is a, uh, this is a report from 2016 
Then last week, it came out that, uh, and they wrote about this. They actually, there's paragraphs in the report that I put out on Getter where they talk about the fact that in the first nine months uh, of COVID, in, in the first nine months going into the end of 2020, the their group life people, their policyholders experienced lower mortality, excess mortality rate in the general U.S. population. That suddenly flipped in 2021, and 40% excess mortality for the for this group, this healthier group, the subset of the U.S. population, uh, versus 31.7 for the whole country. So that's an eight-point differential for a group that traditionally experiences much lower mortality. This is a mic drop. I don't care what anybody says. But okay, but how, just walk me through or connect that. Why would that mean they didn't get COVID and die from that? Why do you say it's the vaccine? I'm, I'm sure I'm missing something. I, let's say, assume I buy in to the math so far. There's something wrong with that group, and that's the group you would expect to be the healthiest because history shows that mathematically. Why do you say that that's not from the COVID-19, but from the vaccine? Is because that we've proven now, basically mathematically, that the COVID-19 affects only really the uh, the elderly? Well, in, the, in 2020, it was determined that COVID mostly affects the elderly and that, you know, that your chance of survival was 99.8%. Then mysteriously in 2021, uh, this group, which was forced to take the vaccine, and most group life policyholders work yep. for larger companies. Most work for larger companies. This is not, you know, for the small business because they don't have a group life policy. So they had no choice. And what was the difference between them and the general population that may have been retired or unemployed? Uh, they had choice. That's that's the difference. Most of this population was forced to keep their jobs. 40% excess mortality in 2021 inside the United States for the 22 to 65 demographic. Yep. Well, we knew that. It's been coming out similar, 30% or more across the globe now. And that's just uh, it's just another country that's taken a hit. And it is, I mean, forced, coerced is the word. They People were coerced into it because they wanted to work, because they were frightened. Basically, they were, people were living in fear of for everything. If you don't take this, you're just going to be out of a job. Australia was one of the worst places, like you said. That was just disgusting. Thankfully, in a position or not, I just made that choice not to. And you guys I, almost had to go through it with the NHS. They they did drop the mandate for the NHS, but they were they were holding that over everybody's head for a long time. Yeah, because there's a lot of us are saying no, no, no. Why should we? Why should you? Whatever. It's all about choice. And thankfully, some doctors held their ground, and eventually, people were just chucking uniforms on the floor. And the government went, "Okay, fine," and they backed off. But up until that point, a lot of people got vaccinated within the NHS and outside of it. Care home people, I mean, uh, there's an endless amount. Irrespective of what genders are going on, we're going to see numbers. We're gonna, the leaves are going to... This is this is autumn. Autumn is approaching. These leaves, these people are going to be falling. It's like leaves in the next few years. And it's just going to... There's going to be a big pile of them. It's already in your system. And... Don't take it. You can't afford. If you're alive at this moment, give yourself the smallest chance of coming out the other side of this is not to take a booster or another vaccine. That is your starting point now, irrespective of whether you've been coerced into it or not. You've just got to bloody stop. I mean, it's idiocy. Now they've actually backed away and given you a chance to make that choice. Make the choice. That's all you could do. That's all you could do. That's your starting point now. It's your starting point, and then keep your eyes open. And as you see the leaves fall, then you've got to – eventually, everyone's got to wake up because there's, there's not much more you can do. There's not much more you can do. Uh, what does it take? What what does it take in this world for the people to actually find their spine? Because I'm getting fed up with a lot of people too now. Everyone uh, – I mean, I have a child. I give that child a choice. They're a teenager. I have to give them a choice. But responsibility at the end of the day is still mine. If you have a child, the responsibility is yours. Yeah? No child asked to be born. It is your only selfish point in your life that you can actually be accused of. Whether you see yourself as a selfless person, a child does not ask to be born. If a child is born, it's due to usually 
Utu, not in every case, choice of a adult or adults to have a child. Therefore, it's your responsibility. And if you've shoved it down that dark tunnel because you couldn't say no, or you couldn't explain to them, or you couldn't put any doubt in them, or you wanted an easy life, oh, there's several words for that. I'd rather keep them to myself. Just think on it. Sleep tight tonight if you can. The data, I'm not surprised by, as, as we've uh, mentioned we were already seeing signs of this, but now this is, it's blatant. It's its right there. This is something that if I had faith in the justice system, we would go in and have lawsuits and, and have these people hung uh, that, that push the, the vaccines and everything, right? But I don't trust the system anymore. So as as much as I don't, as much as I hate seeing that this is the, the case, this is the, I'm, I'm torn. I, I hate seeing innocents injured by this, but at the same time, Everybody was aware, at least here in the States, that this is the result of warp speed. So we all knew that, um, well, okay, the way I had it explained to me and the way it was explained to the public, none of the safety procedures, none of the safety protocols were being uh, skipped over. It was the extra red tape that was involved. Um, It was being fast tracked. That was that was the explanation that we were given. Um, yeah (laughs) and the thing is is if if it would have went through all the proper procedures and testing and all of that that would have been one thing but in the beginning we were told that's what they were doing uh then it comes out actually no they didn't do hardly any of that and all the data that they were supposed to reveal to the public on how uh effective it was and the side effects therein was all hidden that that was all buried so we didn't see any of that so there's an element of I can't fault people, but in the same time, if you were of the demographic, working demographic, and you didn't have any pre-existing conditions, what the hell were you doing taking the vaccine anyway? I mean, that one was, so I'm, I'm torn. I mean, I'm, I feel for the people that, that were duped into taking this and were exploited, pushed, <laughs> coerced into it. But at the same time, I, I, I see, well, it's kind of by your own ignorance that you did it because you... We, we knew that this wasn't uh, tested. We knew that this wasn't. But you know what? I, I talked to people and I, I was I was shouting exactly what you're shouting now. Or, well, you're not shouting, but you, you get what I'm saying. I was throwing everything I could at these people to say, look, this is and this is when we already knew. I mean, this this wasn't that long ago, maybe, I don't know, six, seven months ago. So, I mean, we had all the data and I was throwing everything I had saying, do not under any circumstances, do not put yourself through that. And they said, I like my job. And it was, it was like, they were, that's what it was. It was, it was, I like my job because I I told you, Bruce, I I even, I I read you that, uh, that internal document that was circulating. And it turns out that that mandate was removed by court system, but it's too late. It's already done. That's why there needs to be This has been shouted about. There's been people, not just us, but there's been like-minded people. I mean, yeah, the, it all come down to that wonderful spin that it's all conspiracy in that. But this is from the onset. This is from February, March, 2020. We would say in, be careful. This is information. Make your choice. We're not saying do or don't. The vaccine's not here, but this is the history of it. This is everything you've got to think about it. And that is the only approach we, and a lot of people have done. There were, there were those at extreme going, you know, full bull on China shop. But that information was being put out there. And yet, when day zero came, there was still the rush to get it. Like it was the new iPhone or a must-have. And and yet, it, it was unbelievable how, yes, it's easier. I suppose it's easier when you, you see things a bit more clearer. And it's going to be so hard to find that compassion because this is this is... St- those that are still alive now don't take the boosters don't take the vaccines this might be your second and only chance even if you do live for seven years even if you do live for 10 years even if your life does get cut short you've got to think of really starting now you've you've got to look at this clearly and go yeah yeah bad things are happening now what can we do and the people have got to get together and keep doing it and there's still not enough information out there there are still people that look at their tellies and that's all they look at and they look at what news is coming through their social medias 
I still don't know how Facebook is operating, tell you the truth. I don't know. I, I don't know, I I don't no know how the people haven't just gone away from that in droves because that would be a massive turning point. That would be a massive signal to everybody to say, yeah, this is this is one hell of a, a corrupt tool and just go, I don't want it anymore. I don't want it anymore. There are other things out there. Try something else. Bring it down. Simple as that. Maybe you will look at other things, try other things. It might be smaller, but you've got to, people have got to start moving away from these central points that are just feeding them nothing every day. How can there be people out there which is getting more and more of saying things are wrong in the world and the seepage, how slow it is happening, and it's the whispers. It's, it's a whisper at the moment, but they will get louder and louder. If you hear those whispers, there's substance to them and change where you look. Just go look somewhere else. Look for stuff. It's out there. And if you don't, oof. Do you it's, want to play this ad? This is the um, the child myocarditis ad that you were mentioning last oh week. Oh, God. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, just, if, they, if they're going through all of this, and like Bruce was talking about, you know, your, your targeting of uh, of kids, and of course, you know, you've well, got well, parents that this are... Well, this is it. This is it. Yeah, this is self-justification. This is what people are going to get. This is what we're going to go through now, yeah? Everything you've been through, they need to get you, if you're slipping out of the shadows to start forming your own opinion, you've got to keep the strength because they're going to come out with all manner of media self-justification. And this ad you're talking about, Johnny, is self-justification for killing children. Because people have got to understand, if you have a child, look into medical history of myocarditis and see that it is a post-puberty problem, right? Very, 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 very rare in anybody that's before puberty, especially in children. And this ad sickens me because I know what it's about. I've been into fashion since I can remember. But one day I had a stomachache so bad I didn't want to do anything. The team at New York Presbyterian said it was actually my heart. It was severely swollen. Something called myocarditis. But doctors gave me medicines and used machines to control my heartbeat. They saved me. So now I can become the next great fashion designer. They have to normalize it now. Yeah. And it's nice that they say they gave me medicines and put me on machines and saved me. But this is your heart. If your heart is inflamed into myocarditis, and uh, you think you'll be very surprised, because I'll be very surprised if I manage to find a scientific way where they can renormalize your heart that has been strained out of shape until it's going to give up on you within a matter of years. It's a scary thing to think about, but everyone now, since they're doing that, everyone now that has had a vaccine and boosters and whatever should actually go and say, I want a thorough checkup. If there's any change in your blood pressure, et cetera, et cetera, any, any, any suspect things, Get it checked, especially if it's your kids. Because a while ago, I was, well, it was actually, I saw it coming. It was quite amazing. The British Heart Foundation put an ad out and it said, we can cure this with money from you. And it was talking about heart problems, cardiac problems. And then the final shot was where that female sportsman just dropped on the field. And I went, this is disgusting. Well, for one fact, we know that there'd been athletes throughout the world have been dying and falling over from cardiac problems. I mean, this is happening to the very healthy and they have been vaccinated and these are non-specific side effects. It just doesn't, it affects extreme healthy, fit, as well as anybody. This is going to be a cause of problems within populations throughout the world. And the more and more and more of you that can get checked out, then hopefully you're okay. If you're not, question it and see if you can find someone that's answerable for it. Someone that's answerable for it. Huh. Well, I guess this is as good a time as any to uh, to look at the people that were behind this in the first place. And I'm, I'm talking about the group of people. And we, we discussed this last week, but Ned, I wanted you to hear this. This is where they lay out exactly why all of the countries did what they did at the beginning of 2020 and how they all shut everything down. They all went with the same agenda 
cut all the countries off from each other, and then turned the whole thing into a giant money laundering operation. And you're going to love who is behind all this. Naomi Wolf, we got a couple of minutes on this side and we'll go over to the other. Tell, walk our audience through what Politico actually came up with, which dovetails interesting enough what Naomi Wolf told us, I think, mm, back in the spring and winter of 2021, ma'am. Yeah, uh, sadly, we're way ahead here, um, in, you know, and how the apocalypse unfolds. This is... The importance can't be overstated of this article and the really there's no other way to say it, the global conspiracy that it discloses. Um, and it shows exactly who the players are and it confirms um, what a number of us have been saying and again, always being called insane, which is that there's a meta national uh, structure of, of bad actors, notably nonprofit entities who are simply going above the heads of nation states to create, I mean, I don't want to use this cliche, but to create kind of, um, you know, one world government is such a cliche, I can't say it, but kind of a, a, a one group set of decisions to affect everyone on the planet. And this Politico uh, investigative piece um, in alignment with the respected German news outlet Die Welt um, really absolutely confirms exactly how it happened. So I'm going to use the rest of the segment just to lay out what is essentially the whole coronavirus drama was, um, I'm not going to say engineered, but exploited and manifested in the shape it took by four bad nonprofits who held the world hostage and basically laundered money um, in the following way. So Gavi, which is aligned with Bill Gates, the Wellcome Foundation, which is a British um, research foundation, uh, the a group called CEPI, which is um, the Coalition for Epidemic Preparedness Innovations, an international vaccine research and development group that Gates and Welcome founded, um, all of them aligned to basically buy off the governments of the world when the pandemic hit or launched. So they spent $8.3 million to lobby for certain policies both in the United States and in Europe. So this is like behind the scenes. They're getting things to play out the way they want to because they've spent millions of dollars. At the same time, these groups gave $1.4 billion to the World Health Organization. Remember? To the World Health Organization. Remember how at the very start of the pandemic, early 2020, our president was making decisions for the United States the way it's supposed to be in a sovereign nation state. And suddenly it's all about the WHO and it's all about Bill Gates. And, you know, and, and it's but but through the, the medium, the puppetry of the WHO. So these four groups at this point owned the WHO. And again, China, China, China. Gates and China are two of the biggest funders of the WHO. And out of the WHO, all the nonsense was spewed, right? The Imperial College nonsense models, the lockdown model, the declaration by the WHO that China's lockdown model was a model for the rest of the world. Every single wrong thing that ruined your life and your children's life in the last, you know, certainly for the first 18 months since 2020 came out of the WHO. And the script for lockdown uh, in country after country came out of the WHO. And then what they did is they then went to these bought off heads of state that they spent all this money lobbying and they sought money for the vaccines, right? And for no doubt the PPE and the and the, the masks, but certainly for the vaccines. They sought five na- billion na- dollars. Na- Naomi, Naomi, Naomi. And there you have it. Well, Bill Gates. We, yeah, Chinese yeah, company, we, said that we called it. Yeah, we called it. We called it. But there it is. There's the receipts. There's the receipts. And I remember right back in March twenty twenty where we went, was it February? Really early days. And we said just remember that summit that just happened last year before this broke out and Gates said that one statement, I'm going to make a lot of money out of vaccines next year. And he said that at Davos. Yes, twisted profits. That's exactly what she said. But he sees himself as a prophet. He tries to project himself. This is what I don't get. He's a real twisted, horrible person. And because he stands up and says, you got to get ready for this. you got to get ready for that. 
it's as as if he's foreseeing this. He's engineering it, and the people th- see him. He wants people to see him as a prophet of a new age prophet. He is horrid. He just stands there and revels in his own twisted humor because that's all it can be. And he just likes seeing. He, he's he's going to be sitting in in his little world smiling as people drop that's I was not lo- nice i was looking for this uh this paper for the last segment we did about the myocarditis and all of that and i finally found it this is out of the lancet okay yeah there's a okay so the the of the patients in this uh survey if you will uh the paper uh the median age is 17 years old it showed that 23 percent still had abnormal ekgs Nearly 46% had abnormal MRIs at follow-up of 90 days plus. Okay, so this is after 90 days. Mm-hmm. Um, 20% could not perform usual daily activities. Functions, no, they can't. Wow. So uh, this is the mild myocarditis that yeah. we're told by the governments. To debilitating That's horrendous. in your life. That's horrendous. That is, why, that is why your life expectancy is... Seven years, maybe ten if you're lucky, because that is the pump. That is the thing that gets it around your body. That gets your oxygen everywhere, and it's overstressed. It's not functioning correctly, and that's not good for you. It is. Ugh. And this is the face of the man making that actual face when all of this is going on. Oh yeah, I've got. Can I send got you a picture. next? Yeah, I've got. I've got a picture of Gates here up on the screen. I know, obviously, the listener can't see it, but Ned can see it. This is just like, but this next agenda that he's now touting, and I, I had to watch this last night, so you're going to have to see it too, just because I had to bear it. But just like the issue with COVID, you can now transfer all of this over into climate change. Ned, you were talking many, many months ago about. Uh, or weeks ago, I, I don't know, these things all run together, but about all the farmland that this guy's been gobbling up over oh, yeah. the last several years. He's so, probably getting close to 300,000 now. Yeah, yeah, he's he's really close to that. Again, just like you had with the vaccines, you had his businesses, his foundation, the other organizations that he was working with, the Chinese Communist Party, all funneling that into the World Health Organization. Who else is mm-hmm. the number one buyer of U.S. farmland besides Bill Gates? China. Again, these oh, two, yeah. why is it these two? Why is it these two again? And what is happening right now to our food supplies, our supply chains? Oh, they're under attack. And they're saying, oh, it's climate change. No, it's being deliberately sabotaged. But yet yeah. he's going to somehow be the savior on the other side. Now he's running around wearing a, a, a blue sweatshirt or a black sweat, whatever this is. And it says, ask me about corn. This is an actual ad. This is not a joke. He actually put this out, and this is like to say this is cringeworthy is uh, is an understatement. Listen to this. For me, I really like corn. What do you like about corn? It's corn. I can't. I, I just, I can't. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> this, this is, this is supposedly the savior of, of the world. Here, I, I just, guy. I just wish the listeners could have actually seen that because, um, as an advert that was so poorly done and ridiculous. I don't get it. I, I really, it does. It, it makes a farce of everything. The simplicity of life is, if there's a food shortage and there's a man out there that's got over 300,000 acres of farmland and he's not producing food for the people, why? Let's ask that question. Let's ask the question, why? And then you'll have your answer because he doesn't need to answer it because his actions answer it. And if he's thinking of making X amount of acres of genetically modified corn and speak like... Tweety Pilot's just been throttled by Sylvester the Cat. That's just awful. He's got, like, here's the guy that's literally one of the richest people, if not the richest person on the planet. Don't you think he could afford better production value than that? No, but that's him. That is totally him. He's a twisted thing saying, I can do what I want. I could be a bigger idiot than anybody else in the world, and (laughs) it's all going to be mine. Because I am Gates of the United States. 
He's the bogeyman. He is the bogeyman. I told you, he's the yeah. bogeyman. And if he gets his germ team going, that'll be the end of everybody. Yeah, uh, he he's been running around doing. He's still his pushing little, that. Yeah, he's still pushing he's still the germ pushing thing. That agenda. But before we, uh, yeah, before we wrap up here at the uh, at the end, one of the other henchmen that was working for this individual was a guy named Doctor Anthony Fauci, and <laughs> he. Now, come on, you know that guy's hands are, are dirty through uh, through a lot of this. One time in his life, he might have actually spoke a bit of truth about when vaccines should not have been used. And then he turned everything on its head and became pillar of disgusting because that's all he is. He is a uh, open. Well, I mean, the, the longer it is, the more lies that I find out about him. And he will just sit there and have that nasty smile on his face. He's just cold, man. I'm He's glad you actually cold. mentioned that. Yeah, I'm. I'm glad you mentioned that because I, I. I think you're. You're not seeing this correctly. This is an interview he did with the Atlantic, a scientific publication, and uh, you know he. He's. He's been turned into a symbol, and it's it's not it's not something that he wanted, not something that he sought out, but they they flocked to him because of truth and consistency. Well, you know, truth. Th- there are the polar situations that you described, Ross, are both completely unrealistic. You know, the, the idea that I'm symbolizing something, and I understand that for people who have looked for consistency and truth and someone who could keep a calm demeanor at a time a, couple, a few years ago when things were a little bit discombobulated about, you know, this is going to go away tomorrow, this drug works, et cetera, et cetera. Sure. So I, I, I was... It, I didn't seek it out, but I became the symbol for people, which made it an unrealistic things like, you know, they're kind of cute, but it's, you know, bobbleheads and <laughs> candles and things like that. Bobbleheads and, and candles and things like that. It's it's not like when he was um, sitting in his office at his house, he actually he had the glazed plates and the candles of himself on the shelf behind him. He, he actually had, no, I don't know if he just had it as like a memento or whatever, or if he was just so egotistically, narcissistically minded, he was just full of himself. I mean, I, I don't know. But you see, Ned, it's horrible. People, people flock to him because of consistency and truth. Consistency in avoiding the truth. I mean, the one thing I hate about your system is they have so many seconds or so many minutes to speak, and then it's over. What? happens to answer this question and you're not leaving the room till you do they have learned a long time ago how to weaponize the language how to avoid saying anything sidestepping everything he's done that if, if people want to see oh yeah every time he's been in your house he is sidestepped it no matter what if he's asked about receipts for money that he might have received he would have said well you've seen my receipts up to 2019 or whatever but the person does not ask him what about his receipts at 2020 and thereafter it's all like a parody and the guy disgusts me because he's been part of the whole portfolio of covid he's had he's right he's had his face stamped on it from day one and they, they i mean they're so open about it is there ever going to be accountability? Yes. I'd like to think so. That's why we're still here. That's why, that's we're, why still we're still getting. Here. Yeah, exactly. And that's why we're still saying this. there's got to be accountability. But he's only, they would never be on any platform that they didn't own already. That's what gets me. They are nobodies. They really are nobodies. I mean, if they had to step out of something they didn't own, nobody would want to speak to them. They might want to punch them. Wouldn't want to speak to them. Definitely. Unless. It was to find out the truth, but you'll never get it from them. Unless you got it from the prophet. If, if you listen to him, he's just telling you what he's setting you up for the next one. And he always has done. He did it from day one, at, at like you said, at Davos. Now you've actually lightened up. I mean, that was a new one, that patent. Oh. Yeah, the patent, the Moderna patent, yeah. That, that, is just, that, that is just amazing. In fact, that makes it. That makes it even darker than what it is. Yeah. And then if you recall, Senator, um, I want to say it was Senator Marshall, who was actually questioning Fauci in Congress. He says, do you want to explain why the spike protein that is on the SARS-CoV-2 virus, that that's the same spike that's on the, the research from the Wuhan lab? Do, do you want to explain that? And he says, is that no, a paper, identical. Senator? <laughs> you want to explain yeah, why know, the yeah, S1 yeah, yeah, spike yeah, yeah. protein is the exact same? I mean, it looks nearly identical. Do you, do you want to explain that? I, I'm sorry, I don't know what you mean, Senator. 
I don't yeah. quite understand the question. <laughs> Are you referencing a paper or something? That actually, sa- that actually sounds like your FBI. At least to say I can't answer. Uh, that. Uh, sir, can't I can't answer, answer that. that. Yeah. I, well, what can you answer, Assistant Director? Exactly. You are answerable to the House. What, when when somebody going to have the balls to say that's the end of the line? Because that's that, that's the day the worm turns, and that's what's going to happen. I know we are losing faith in both sides of the fence now. And they're all like each other. And yeah, until it becomes accountable to the people and the people get to vote on all these referendums, which have to happen because, yeah, everything's got to be a referendum to clean this up. I had a couple of Final. horrible things to say about some people, but I'm not going to. Oh, I, I got, we could probably do an entire other podcast uh, on horrible things we could say about some of these people, but we're not going to do that because uh, that's, I mean, we, we try not to attack people personally here. We try to, you know, defeat them at the... My biggest, you know, my biggest problem at the moment is, is to stay, sometimes I lose the factual side of things and I, I mean, we've all got emotions and... Uh, Shoot, they they do it's run tough. deep. It is it is tough. I, I'll give deep. you that. I um I I'm finding it more and more difficult each day to to keep my sanity. If that makes any sense, I mean it's tough. It's mentally taxing to try and and keep yourself laser focused on what needs to be focused on. And you know how that is when when you and I sit there and we talk on the phone for forty five minutes to an hour. I mean hell, those are conversations that could be recorded and put out as a podcast too. Because it's it's so difficult to to try and, and maintain that focus and then and then put everything together and compress it down. I mean, we're taking we're taking literal weeks of of thoughts and ideas and uh, and, and breaking down and, and gathering of, of data and intelligence and analytics and we're putting them out in forty five minutes. Do you know how difficult that is? I mean, I know you understand how difficult that is, but Ned, when you come on here, that's like a week's worth of work that you've put into everything that you talk on. And you compress it into forty-five minutes to an hour. It, uh, yeah, I know. And, and you still you don't cover it all. And I'm not. I'm not. You don't get, you don't get half. Of, you don't get half of it out there. No, you don't. And the thing is, the big, the, the thing that I'm worried about at the moment is is how they are psychologically manipulating everything. No matter what event happens, people have got to not take it at face value. They've got to be cynical about it because. Like everything, it's a battle. Like these referendums going in the Ukraine, it's like even when you get down to talking about psychological moves and the mass formations and things like that, you've you've got to wonder. It becomes anything that becomes a fashionable topic, you've got to try and strip it down, understand, try and understand where it's coming from, and then asking the question: Why is it out there now? Is this about? Um, somebody trying to make us understand about it or is it somebody going to or how can this be used as a political point of view because no matter what happens every time we try to make somebody understand about something the politicians will have some form of fashionable wording they'll bring out to misconstrue it and that's a continual fight that's out there or they'll just walk out like what happened in the dutch <laughs> parliament yeah so that was awesome but yeah or they'll just walk out yeah now i tell you what i i I feel for them in the Netherlands at the moment. I just hope they keep screaming and shouting and fighting because we need that. And we need the Canadians to keep doing it. We need the Germans to keep doing it. And it's about time the French got their ass off their beds. What are they doing? Started doing something. I'm expecting a. a I'm expecting a big response from the French, and it's been crickets over there. Well, uh, look, if there's any French people out there, look, listen. Listen, that man you've got in power, Macron, he shouldn't have been there. Don't give up. I mean, I can understand why. I mean, for God's sake, we just <laughs> in the UK, we've got so used to seeing the same shade of the same color for quite a while now. And we are getting buried in one clown after another. And I'm sorry, the circus is the WEF. Yeah. And they're just feeding us one clown after another. And if we didn't have such a sense of humor, Eventually, uh, something's going to break, and it can get nasty. I believe. I, I, I believe there is going to be a lot of unrest. In fact, there is unrest. There's unrest in Iran. People aren't seeing that. Where, where, where all the people are, they're up in arms. They're actually they're, they're fighting actually, on the streets. And they're, they're, yeah, I read today uh, just to give a quick update on that. Uh, I read today because more's been coming out. They've now expanded across 133 cities in 31 provinces. Yeah, they're up in arms. The people are actually screaming and shouting. Do you know something? And a lot of it 
that the information we see are people just streaming from phones and everything. Otherwise, it wouldn't be out there and they do get shut down and otherwise it wouldn't be there. And this is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, anybody can make stuff up. It can be some honest stuff. And when that guy got dragged off his bike and he slapped that woman and those blokes went, you ain't doing that. This might have been okay in this culture for whatever. That shows the tide's and, changing and the minds are changing. Yeah, oh, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. I went, yeah, you deserve that, mate. You know, I saw another uh, video yesterday. If you give me a moment, I might be able to find it. But it was a young girl who was standing up in the center of town. And she took her hijab off and she was waving it around. And uh, some of the women were coming around trying to drag her off. And the men jumped in and put her back up there. Yeah. It was, I mean, there's, I mean, there are. It, it it really, it's like everything else. Somebody had to die to spark it. That's what gets me. Somebody has to die to spark it. And that is the problem. We always have to let it, the darkness go to its nth degree before we say we've had enough. But the cost is great. The cost is very great, no matter where you are. This is it. Oh, wow. I bet she's getting told off. She's been believing. Yeah, she is. It's all in Farsi. I mean, obviously, but um, they're they're taking her down off of there, and then you'll see the uh, the men. They'll they'll come around and stand in between them and and put her back up there here in a second. Oh, Minds are changing. Minds are changing. Yep. That's what needs to happen. This is it. It's about. Don't get me wrong. There are traditional things in all countries, and we've lost a lot of traditional ways. But there are traditions forced on people. But look at look at Iran in the 1950s. You're wrong. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. Look at Iran in the 1950s. I was, I was having this conversation with Marty on the phone the other day. He said, I wouldn't want to go. We, we were talking about this. He says, I wouldn't want to go to Iran now. And I said, I don't either. I said, but would you go in 1950? And he says, that's a good question. He says, probably. And I would too. If you look at what Iran was before in the days of the Shah, that thank well, you, Jimmy is Carter. A, this is the, the, yeah, this is the, the, uh, most of those countries had levels like that. But it's like the... Corruption does run deep, even in societies like that. Even And you look at one of the most corrupt societies out at the moment, it's Ukraine. That is hideously corrupt. It's a, f- the, US. It's a focus of US. the most needy point in the world, apparently. The, the, US, the U.S. is pretty corrupt, man, I have to say. We've got a pretty corrupt government. Oh, yeah, but the corruption is totally... It's, it's got... Where, if um, if the U.S. was a mother... And it had an umbilical cord attached to a child that's been born or spawned by it. Which one would it be? Um, Ukraine, probably Ukraine or or China. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. That's I'd call that quite a quite a spawn actually. It's the spawn of Biden, Zelensky, or sorry, if I was honest, I'd say Obama and the Clintons. Yeah, because that that man has a lot of answering to do. Because he instigated a lot of grief in your country. Yes, he did. He, like I said before, that guy is the man who weaponized your IRS. He was quite not as nice as what people think. But he did it with a but, smile on his face. He was the slickest sale of Marxism I've ever seen. Oh, so yeah, does he, Fauci. He a, yeah, yeah. He oh, was a, a lovely smile. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They've all got a smile on their face. But Obama, Obama, he was the slickest salesman of Marxism I've ever seen. Like he would sell hey, yeah. it to you hey, and yeah. he would sell it to you with a smile on his face. And like he would be walking away and you'd say, well, that was really good. I don't know what he said, but that sounded really good. Oh, yeah. I, I thought it would be horrible, and, and people would ask me, did you watch the State of the Union? This is when he was in office. Did you watch the State of the Union last night? And I said, yeah, I thought it was god-awful. I about broke my TV. And they said, oh, it sounded great, didn't it? No, no, that, that sounded horrible. Yeah, only, only, only Mr. Obama could come out with the statement of, now the vaccine has been tested on several billion people. The rest of you should take it. The rest of you should take <laughs> and, it, yeah. And get away with it, you know, yeah. and you give it, oh, really? And the media covers it like it's a great thing. So yeah. anyway, final thoughts? Uh, my thoughts are, hey, my thoughts are with the living. Uh, uh, go for it. Look, all the best. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I, I really don't. I, I'm at a point where I am just wishing and just saying, wake up, people. Wake up, people. We, we, we've had enough. Just wake up and do say, just come out, please. Because yeah, at the moment, I'm uh, having a bit of a fed up moment. I do apologize. There's the apology. I've been waiting for it. I know. Hey, I heard you apologize on air to Marty. I did, yeah. 
Yeah, he I said thought. sorry. You said sorry. I thought yeah. we were having a sorry party. Yeah, we we were cheersing a, a cup of tea after that. Yeah, <laughs> but no, no, um, no. you've done a lot being... good this week. It's been very hard trying to keep up with a lot of the stuff you've put out on air. Yes, yeah, yeah. I, I give it. I, I've had a busy, but I've had a busy family life, and I've been trying to stay stay with things. You guys have put like you and Bruce. I've listened to you all this week, and it's been quite intense. You've done a. F- Brilliant job between a pair of you. Awesome. Thank you very much. We appreciate that. And it's been an absolute pleasure having you on this evening. We'll see you next week, yes? I'll be here. Fantastic. For those of you who'd like to send us some feedback, please do so anytime by sending us an email at dynamicpodcast at protonmail.com. Also, do you like the podcast you're listening to? We do love having you as a listener, and we would ask you to pass this along to five friends. If you know someone you're trying to wake up and get them to think on their own, we would appreciate it very much if you would send them our direction. As always, gentlemen, it's been a pleasure. Thank you for being here this evening. Thank you to all of the listeners. Everyone have a fantastic evening. Fantastic evening.